Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Can you hear me? Hey, what's up, Kyle? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Nice, nice. Sorry, man. I'm having a little uh, computer issues. I just got a new one from, from my work today. So oh, I set really? that up. Oh, okay, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. How you doing, bro? Good, morning. good, good, good. Yeah, so it started recording. Um, I'll give you a quick introduction. But yeah, it'll just be a casual discussion. Um, just highlighting some of your work and just reflect on, on life in general. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm excited. Thanks, yeah, thanks for the invite here. So ready whenever you are. Yep. All right. Welcome to the Big Cat Lounge podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Big Cat Kyle, and today's guest comes from Chicago, Illinois, where he studied accounting and tax at NIU, Northern Illinois University. He is no stranger to podcasts, as he was on the Compass Unfiltered podcast in March. You can find him on a nearby soccer field, running games weekly. We welcome Cesar Bonilla to the Big Cat Lounge podcast. What's going on, Kyle? What's going on? Hey, man, thanks, thanks a lot for the invite. Happy to, happy to join you here on, on your podcast. Very excited. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. So tell me, uh, how did you dwell into the tax area? Was that a passion um, since early? Or yeah, what led yeah. you to the area? Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of a background about myself. So, um, you know, I think it all started in high school. I, I uh, you know, it all started with my business classes and, um, you know, really liking business in general and um, consumer, my consumer classes and, and so forth. So, um, you know, that's where my interest in business in general started, I, I would say. And then, um, you know, went on to college, didn't know exactly what I wanted to study, but for sure wanted to do something in business, whether it was, you know, finance, accounting, management. Um, and then after taking some, you know, gen ed classes and uh, talking to people, uh, you know, I went down the accounting route. Um, mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of where where it all started. And then, you know, once I, I decided on the accounting route, I I uh, started taking my accounting courses, audit, tax, um, and really, you know, got interested in in, in doing tax and uh, you know understanding the different you know tax strategies from you know the business standpoint, standpoint, um, individual tax just learning how to, um, you know, do your best to, to save in taxes and being smart with your money. So, um, you know, instead of going the audit route, which a lot of my peers did, um, decided to, to go down the, the tax route. And that's kind of where it started. So mm-hmm. um, I, I attended Northern Illinois University and um, had one of the better accountancy programs in, in the state, um, overall in the country as well. So I, I was lucky to, to attend the a great school for for business in general and and for accounting as well. And was that uh, was that program like a five year program or how how was it set up? Yeah, so it was um it was it was lined up to be a five year program. So you know I got my bachelor's in in accounting, um, so that's you know four years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had some AP credit, so it was actually like three and a half years, which which was helpful. And then um, well, after that you know, most people do um, a fifth year, a master's degree uh, to get to the 120 hours to get mm-hmm. your CPA. So, you know, what really counts in, in the accounting world is, is um, if you're planning to practice public accounting, is, is getting your CPA. And in order to do that, you need 120 hours to, to get there. So well, your bachelor's is typically 90 hours, and then you need, you know, another 30 hours um, in order to get to, to 
to be eligible to sit for the CPA exam. Yeah, and because you know, after you go through the four years, you're so close. So you might as well if, yeah. if you have the opportunity, because the likelihood of you going back and taking it again at another stage is slim. <laughs> so it's while you're, while you're having the momentum, just continue. Exactly, and then there was a lot of people that you know they went to like community college or they had just extra hours from their you know previous experience. Um, so yeah. they they just needed like literally ten more hours. So they took, you know a few random classes to, to get to 120 in addition to their bachelor's degree. So, so those are a different route, but the most typical route is, is doing your bachelor's and then doing that extra year or so um, in order to get to, to your master's and to that 120. Mm -hmm. And I know just like looking at the tax preparation, just looking at that component itself, like that's over $10 billion. So the growth in the tax sector um, is, is, is endless and there's always going to be a need um, at least for the foreseeable future, because the government always <laughs> is going to want to collect taxes no matter where you are. Yeah. Hey, there's always going to be jobs related to tax preparation, you know, tax strategy and tax planning. So um, that, that's one of the things that intrigued me that, you know, there's always job security. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's one of the important things that that um, attracted me to, to, to this field. In addition to um, you know, helping people and, and, you know, doing individual taxes and, you know, helping friends and family in addition to business taxes, which is what I do on a day-to-day -day basis at my current job. Well, what are some of the myths, I guess, that you've noticed um, that, that people just have? Like, I know, like, I heard before people thought, oh, you could claim pets as dependents. Anything that you've noticed? Any, any funny <laughs> things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because, you know, when you tell people, Hey, you know, I'm a tax accountant and they start having questions and stuff and they're like, Hey, can I deduct this? Can I deduct, you know, I just bought a car. Can I deduct that? And, um, you know, oftentimes you're just trying to educate them on, on what you can deduct and what you can't, um, if they have a business, um, you know, sole proprietorship, you know, just trying to provide them some of the, some of the basics, you know, the foundation on, on what they should, you know, look out for and you know what they could possibly deduct and and most importantly you know keep you know uh accurate records so then you you know you have um a foundation in case you ever get audited so um those are you know some of the conversations i i often have with with friends with you know random people i meet yeah. um about you know just some of the basics about what you can and can't deduct on on your tax return whether it's an individual tax return or if you have a business it would be really helpful, you know, if they thought if they, you know, taught this in school, because, yeah, maybe you don't make any money while, while you're in school. But yeah, just to have those principles aligned, because then when you do have income, you're not really sure what to do. You don't know about these strategies unless you talk to yourself or you talk to a friend, but you don't, you don't really know unless you. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great point. I, I, I've also thought about the same thing. You know, it would have been nice in high school to just have you know, a class that goes over like the basics on, mm -hmm. on life, you know, bank, like checking accounts, savings accounts, you know, one section could be about tax returns and, you know, what are some of the basics on, on your 1040, you know, oftentimes people start working in high school and they're going to have to file a tax return, you know, why not go over the basics and, um, you know, educate people early on just so they could, at least have an idea of what to look for when they're preparing the return. You know, oftentimes they don't even know what a W-2 is 
um, and so forth. So, so that's a good point, Kyle. I, I think, uh, you know, that, that'd be awesome if more and more schools would, would jump on that and, um, you know, t- teach people early on. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, I had like, you know, there's so many electives that you can se- select from. So it's a matter of time before they input it in. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And one thing that I thought was an interesting fact is so like the average American will pay close to half a million in taxes over their lifetime. So yeah. it's un- unavoidable, but w- what can you do to try and minimize and have, have as many deductions as you can? Right, right. So I think, um, you know, one, one important piece to, to think about is uh, when you're preparing your tax returns is, you know, making sure you're, you're withholding enough from paycheck to paycheck just to make sure that you don't have a tax due amount you know, at the end of the year, um, you know, I often, I often see uh, now with like the updated, you know, W, W4 out there that, um, you know, people aren't withholding enough. So at return time, you know, they have a surprise on, you know, th- th- that they actually owe. So, so that's one, one thing that comes to mind to, um, you know, to, to, to tell people so they could um, keep an eye out on, on that. Um, another one is, you know, if you, if you're starting a family and you have kids, there's all kinds of tax credits and tax deductions that, you know, you want to make sure you're taking advantage of, um, such as like the child tax credit, which has been a hot topic, um, this year with, with a few changes, um, you know, people getting a part of that tax credit ahead of time, um, as, as, and as opposed to having the full tax credit at, at return time. So, um, you know, some people have been seeing, you know, money coming into their accounts for, for their child tax credit, depending on how many kids they have. So just making sure that's, that's in order. Um, you know, if, if you have babysitting expenses, child, child care expenses, you know, there's a credit that um, you, you, you want to make sure you take advantage of there as well. And making sure you have the proper documentation from, you know, daycare or child care facility, um, that, you know, they, they should be able to provide that. So, so those are a couple of things that stand out to, to make sure people are thinking about take, making sure people are, are taking advantage of, of that. Um, and then if, you know, if people have businesses, sole proprietorships, LLCs, um, you know, making sure that they, they keep proper records on, um, you know, the expenses they are accumulating in order to generate that income for their business. Um, keeping track of, accurate mileage records, you know, there's apps out there that can help you with that, um, you know, receipts and, and just having a good system on, on record keeping and, and making sure you have everything in order. Yeah, it really is crucial to be organized because you, you never know when you'll get audited. Um, so the best defense is just to be well documented and, and yeah, make sure you have everything uh, that can be referred. Is it seven years uh-huh. or is it 10 years? How, how long? Um, can they go back up until? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I'm trying to remember the specifics. I think it's about seven years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they could go back uh, and and out of you. So it's it's good to have, um, you know, tax documents going back to like you said about seven or eight years. I don't know. I don't recall the specific years, mm-hmm. but it's around that time frame. Um, and then after that, once the statute of limitations closes, then they can. Um, you know, they can't go back and, and audit you anymore unless you um you know someone commits fraud intentionally then 
you know, that opens the door to going back as many years as, as the IRS wants, but th they need to prove that you did it intentionally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What have you noticed is like the most, uh, I guess, complex tax return you've seen? Um, I would say, so, you know, to give, give a little bit of background on myself, I, I worked at, at PwC for um, almost eight years, about seven and a half years, and was lucky enough to see, um, you know, big tax returns for, for a lot of big companies. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mainly focused on corporate entities, but I also saw, um, you know, partnerships, S-Corps, um, you know, all these different legal entities that have different, you know, tax consequences. Um, I would, and then from there, I, you know, I, I moved over to where I currently work at, which is in Benergy. Um, it's, it's a renewable energy company you know, think wind turbine, solar panels, and they have activity, you know, across the country and then in, you know, different parts of the world. So, you know, to answer your question, I would say, um, you know, partnership returns, th those could be pretty complicated just because, you know, you need to calculate, you know, taxable income at the entity level. And then you got to spread that across, you know, the partners that, that own a partnership and things could get, com you know, complicated with, um, you know, capital accounts and what they need, what, what they put in there and what they deserve and, and so forth. So, yeah. um, you know, to, to in, in summary, I think, you know, as, as businesses get bigger, things will get complicated. There's international issues. There's all kinds of domestic issues that you need to account for and, you know, more and more help that they will most likely need from service providers like PwC and, and the big firms. Yeah, and there's just, you know, so much tax code. So there's always interpretation, assumptions, clarifications that come up every year. So you need to have a pretty pretty well-versed team because there's just so much information. So you, so you much information. Yeah. yeah, so much info. And especially with the recent, like, you know, tax code changes in the previous years. Um, you know, back in 2017, there was a, a, a big... Uh, a big movement to, to, you know, a lot, lot of tax laws changed and we, we had to adjust and, you know, get up to speed on a lot of these um, new laws, new rules. So I remember that being a hectic time mm -hmm. at, at my time at PwC um, and now with tax reform being talked about again with the new administration under Biden, you know, that's another key item that, that we're trying to keep up with and understand how you know, it affects, you know, where I work at my company, but, you know, also at a personal level, how it affects me and, you know, what, what I need to keep in mind when, when I do my taxes and, and so forth. Yeah. And it's just like running through those scenario based tests just to see like, what would be the impact if it shifts this percentage? Like, how, how does it, you know, how is yeah. it there? Yeah, it can Definitely. Go mm -hmm. Yeah. And then understanding like tax brackets and, Hey, if I earn, you know, 10 more K this year, you know, will that, will that be taxed at a higher bracket or am I still in the current bracket? Um, you know, just understanding those things and really understanding your tax situation, I think goes a long way. Yeah, it does. Um, I, what, what drove you to stay in uh, Chicago? I know you've been there some, some time just to let everyone know it is the third largest city in the U S I think that's a surprise to some, but <laughs> it's fairly large. Yeah, no, definitely. Chicago. So uh, I've been born and raised here in, in Chicago, Chicagoland area. Um, I grew up in, in Glendale Heights, which is about 45 minutes west of, of the city of Chicago. 
Um, so grew up there and then, you know, stayed close by for college, went to Northern Illinois University, which is about maybe an hour, an hour, hour and a half west of Chicago. So stayed close, was able to come back home, you know, on the weekends and, you know, see family. Um, and, you know, in general, you know, my, my family, my, my, you know, cousins, grandparents, that for the most part, they're um, all here in Chicago, Chicagoland area. So really there, there hasn't really been a need for me to go elsewhere or, you know, yeah, I haven't had the itch to, to move to, to another state just because I have everything here, you know, family, yeah, yeah, exactly. um, you know, so many job opportunities. Chicago is such a great city, you know, a lot of things to do. So, so that's why I've been anchored here um, in Chicago because, you know, I pretty much have everything and, and I'm, I'm lucky for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have such a big knit there, um, a good community, and then you're also able to, um, you know, play soccer, right, um, here and there. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. exciting to just have pickup games. Do you just um, have it coordinated? Uh, how's that been? Yeah, yeah. So Chicago has a big soccer community. You know, as, as you can imagine, there's people from all over the world here. So um, soccer has always been, uh, uh, you know, a popular sport here. There's dozens and dozens of soccer leagues uh, around the area. So um, I, I grew up playing soccer. Uh, you know, my, my family's from from Mexico. So, you know, football is, is, is part of our, our heritage, of our traditions, you know. So we, um, you know, grew up playing soccer and, um, you know, playing in, in various travel teams growing up and, and still play, still try to, you know, keep up, you know, not, not as, um, you know, not as fast as I was when I was younger, but still try to keep up and play in different leagues, uh, you know, in the suburbs or even here in the city as well. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's been a big part of my life, you know, has taught me a lot of things, taught me how to work with people, leadership, you know, determination. So, you know, all those things I, I've learned in the soccer field, I try to transfer over to, you know, the, the everyday life, you know, at work with family mm -hmm. and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting right now. I think, uh, you know, we're in the World Cup qualifying um, stages. So uh, recently uh, the U.S. lost uh, to Panama, and that's like the first time I think ever that they yeah. lost to Panama in the World Cup qualifying. Yeah, yeah. It's because um, of COVID last year, a lot of these games were, um, you know, qualifiers were postponed. So um, we're seeing a lot of these games being played, you know, pretty close to each other. So in this, in this um, window... Uh, all the CONCACAF teams are playing three games. I think the third game is, is being played today. Uh, um, and I think the U.S. plays um, back at home in Columbus. I forget who they're playing, but um, hopefully they, they get they get to rebound and, and you know, win, win today after that loss at, at Panama. Um, and then I know I know Mexico is, is traveling to, I believe, El Salvador. So, so that's a big game for them. Um, all those games in Central America are, are intense just because they want to, you know, beat the big, they want to beat the big dogs, you know, which is Mexico yeah. and the U.S. in the area. Yeah, it really is exciting. It's, it's time for them to shine uh, some of those uh, players so they can get the spotlight and get, you know, signed with a top, top club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like you said, it's definitely a spotlight, a great opportunity for people to um, show what they have in, a, in the world stage and, um, I think it's everyone's dream, you know, all soccer players dream to, to ultimately make, make it to Europe and, and play in the big leagues over there. So, mm -hmm. um, 
definitely definitely exciting it's 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 exciting times to see you know so many games um not only in the CONCACAF area but also you know South American qualifiers um European qualifiers and in general just qualifiers around the world a lot of exciting games yeah it is I'm hoping Canada can eventually uh, make it the last time they made an appearance was uh, 1986 you think yeah. with the population, you know, 30 million plus, they'd be able to get a good squad of 20 people. <laughs> sure, <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, I'm excited for Canada. I think they have a good squad. I was looking at the standings earlier today, actually, and um, Mexico and Canada are the only two teams um, that haven't lost yet. Yeah, so, yeah. So that says a lot about Canada and their defense. I think Canada just needs to, to put their offense together a little bit more and score some goals to, to get the W's. But it seems yeah. like their defense is, is doing well and, and at least keeping keeping clean sheets or, you know, ties that, that um, have allowed them not to lose a game yet. Yeah, yeah, they're making good progress, definitely. Uh, but yeah, four draws may not cut it. <laughs> they may need a W. Yeah, no, I think they need to start winning at home and then start, you know, taking a, uh, take, you know, beating up some of the lower lower teams that are on the table. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, exciting times for Canada. I think I think they'll do good. And um, personally, I'm rooting for them to to qualify. You know, I think that'd be exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This brings us to our quote section. Uh, these are the gains that you need to recover from a loss. So if you have a loss of 20%, you need a 25% gain. If you have a loss of 30%, you need a 43% gain. If you have a loss of 50%, you need a gain of 100%. So people need to re- you know, realize some of these movements and come up with a strategy. Because right now, there's, there's a lot of volatility. If you're looking at um, cryptocurrency, you're looking at equities, there's a lot that goes on, a lot of movements. So you really need to be aligned um, and have a plan when, when you go get in the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that, 100%. Yeah, is there anything else you want to let the Big Cat Lounge community know? Um, see what stands out. Um, you know, again, I just want to thank you for, you know, inviting me. It's definitely, um, you know, an honor to be here with you. I, you know, just... To, to give people a little bit of background about our friendship, you know, we met, I would say, what, Kyle, like over 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, Yeah. back yeah. in D.C., you know, through a mutual friend. Um, shout out to our friend, Anil, who, who lives out in Cali yeah. now, recently <laughs> got married. And and um, Anil and I, we went to school together in northern Illinois. Uh, Anil got a, a job at um, in D.C., and that's where he met Kyle. I flew out to D.C. to hang out with Anil maybe about 10 years ago, and that's where I met Kyle, and we became friends and stayed in touch, you know, over Facebook, LinkedIn, and recently reconnected um, this past May when our our good buddy Anil got married. So um, a little bit of background to our listeners here on on how, you know, we know each other and and our, our, uh, you know, relationship. So hopefully we keep it going here and get to hang out with Anil soon. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll have a big cat lounge party. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was a good time, uh, you know, a few months ago. So we gotta, we gotta repeat that again for sure, for sure. Oh yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on the Big Cat Lounge podcast. We appreciate your time. Hey, thank you for thank you for inviting me, and looking forward to you know listening to future podcasts. Appreciate it again. Thank you. Yeah, so this was a great episode. Um, I'll make some minor edits, but uh, I think it was great. I think um, it was just free flowing, just yeah, going back and forth with your with your life and yeah.
bringing it yeah, back. Yeah, man. It was good, bro. It was, it was, um, I think it flowed good and, and, you know, I think we hit some good topics. So, yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I think, uh, I think it's going to be good, man. How you been, man? What's new with you? Pretty good. Yeah. Not, not too much, man. Just, uh, posted up here working from home. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. to go back until, uh, I think end of January is what they're saying, but yeah. Okay. So you're used to working from home. You, you know, you're, you're good with it, right? Yeah, I'm okay now. I, before, when I was in an apartment, it was pretty crappy. But now that I'm in a house, it's uh, easier to have a dedicated room. Oh, okay. That's awesome. How's your wife doing? She's good. Yeah, she's uh, doing travel nursing. So she's not here right now. She's uh, um, okay. three hours away um, doing travel nursing in Greenwood, okay. South Carolina. Yeah. Cool, cool. Tell her I say hi. Um, we will do. And then, uh, yeah, any any big trips coming up? Yeah, we're going to DC tomorrow, actually. <laughs> oh, cool, dude. Yeah, I'm going to, um, we'll see my parents for a couple of days, and then uh, it's a, a wedding on Friday and Saturday, an Indian wedding. So nice. Going to that, yeah. <laughs> you know how those are. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome, man. Have a blast out there and, you know, have fun, have fun. Yeah, we'll do. What about yourself? You got any other weddings and stuff planned? Um, no, so we just had our, I think our last one of the year this past weekend. It was It was a lot of fun um and then yeah no no more weddings that that i could think of yeah um and and yeah and then on sunday i i ran the marathon the chicago marathon this so sunday that was cool. yeah oh. this past sunday yeah so that was um wow. i'll be honest on friday night we party hard saturday i was tired <laughs> and then sunday i had to be a hundred percent to to run a, a marathon so um wow it went okay my, my knee started hurting so yeah, i had yeah. to battle that that um mm. you know that the injury a little bit but i i was able to finish so i'm, I'm proud about that um it wasn't my best time but i'll, yeah, I'll yeah. take it you know when did when did the knee start start hurting it's like oh, halfway early, in man. oh early yeah. <laughs> too early man like mile four Oh. Um, I started uh, running and I was good first three miles and then mile four I started feeling something so I pulled over and massaged my um, yeah. it's my IT band so it's like on the uh-huh. side of the knee okay. and then uh, you know massaged it felt better I was able to run for like half a mile and then it would act up again and you know towards the end it was it was just you know hurting so yeah i tried my best and i was able to finish but you power uh, through you're not going to do any more after this right <laughs> <laughs> exactly hey it was my third one so uh i'm like i don't know if i want to do any more you know i'm not I'm, i don't consider myself a runner i'm just yeah. more of a you know i want to challenge and you know yeah. I, I ran this one with my wife so we we trained oh. together so that, um it was her first one and that that was really the best part like doing it together yeah and then but now that I don't know. I kind of have the itch to do it another one so I could get a better time, but it just requires so much time and effort. So I don't know. Maybe I'd rather play soccer, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just getting you in, in endurance, but even then you're running like too much at that point, I feel like. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, we'll see, man. Maybe we'll do another one when I'm in my 40 and my forties and I need a challenge or something. Yeah. So. How was your wife uh, able to do it? Like that was her first one, right? Yeah, she was good. Her her knee also started hurting a bit. So uh, okay. I'm wondering if <clears throat> I'm wondering if if we like overtrained like the last month or mm-hmm. maybe it was just bad luck that happened to us. But because um, she stopped too, right? When your when your knee when when you pulled over. Yeah, yeah, and then I kept stopping. I told her like, you know what? I'll catch up. So uh, she kept okay. going, and then um, 
we met up like at mile whatever 14 yeah. or something 15 yeah. and then um yeah and we just kept at it so mm-hmm. uh but yeah chicago marathon the chicago marathon is great like so many great neighborhoods and the people are awesome cheering you on oh yeah so and then the weather honestly it was it was usually it's like in the 50s i would say 40s 50s like you know it's it's definitely cooler yeah so when you're running you're comfortable but then this year i think it was like in the high 70s uh, but luckily it was in humid and it was cloudy oh, okay so you had some so change, but... so weather-wise it was fine like you know it was not your typical 40s 50s but um it was it was decent weather and most importantly it was in humid because if it was humid I don't know, man, like that, that would have been very difficult. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, all good, man. All good. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. That's good. So you're not going back into the office yet or they, you, you've been going the whole time. Um, yeah. So we're, we're doing a hybrid kind of thing now. Okay. Um, so, so, I mean, quote unquote, we're supposed to do like three days in the office, two from home. Yeah. Um, but lately, you know, I've been doing maybe three days from home, two days from the office or, or you know, no one's counting. So yeah, as long no. as you're getting your work done and yeah. you're you're in the office here and there and, you know, you're, you're showing face, then you're good. But, um, but yeah, like you said, I have a nice little setup at home, so I don't mind working remote. But at the same time, it's nice to get out of the house and and, you know, go to the office and have lunch with coworkers and stuff. Yeah, it is good, especially if your team is there. And if they're coming in, then yeah, I guess <laughs> you may want to come. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes we we um, you know, we plan it like, hey, you going in tomorrow? Yeah, okay, cool. Let's let's do lunch. Yeah, that makes sense. That 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 that, that that's the only thing that would make sense. Like if you're going in and you're not even going to see your team and like yeah. you're all in different con- different rooms, it's like ah, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so it's kind of where we're at. So I'm I'm grateful for that flexibility um yeah. in my job right now. So that's good. Awesome. Awesome. Man. Yeah. Not, not too much here. Just, yeah. Just really just, um, wrapping up, I guess the rest of the year, two more months. It's quick. <laughs> two more months, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, like time, time flies, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Really Thanksgiving's going to be here soon and then Christmas and then it's, it's new year. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. How many, uh, podcasts do you do like a month or do you do one a week or is it, I'm Depends. trying to do like three, three a week. <laughs> oh, okay. Trying to record three a week. Uh, I have quite a lot like in reserve, but it's just like editing it and going through it, um, sure. and posting it. But yeah, well, while I can, I try and do three a week. Okay, that's awesome. And you're just getting different people from all over, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a, a country from uh, uh, from all over. I'm trying to get like a nine, 195 countries. So I've gotten um like 45 now or so wow that's awesome yeah so it'd be pretty neat if i could you know capture a voice from every 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 place and every all the variety in the background. world right exactly yeah <laughs> yeah let me know if, if you ever need someone from a specific country i don't know maybe oh yeah I'll reach out, definitely i'm sure right. maybe you could have like a i don't know maybe you have a list out there and you know maybe i could yeah. pinpoint a couple of, of yeah, countries that i know you. I'll share it with you. Definitely. I'll need, I'll need some assistance. A lot of it's just um, coordination with, with, with these people. A lot of them have never been on a podcast and it's like time zone differences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I get that set up, <laughs> then it's good. It's not, not too difficult. Sure. Yeah. And then just getting people comfortable, right. With being on 
on yeah. uh, like a Zoom session and answering questions and stuff. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that kind of kind of matters as well, you know. It does. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah, man. Cool, bro. Yeah. So let's. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll all get to chill sometime soon. Uh, and I'm sure. Yeah, man. Let's let's do it. If you come to Chicago, um, you know, anytime soon, hit me up and, you know, we'll hang out here. You know, you got a buddy out yeah. here, so. Definitely. Enjoy no the problem. night, man. Yeah, we'll talk soon. You too, man. Take care. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. thanks for your scheduling too. I, I apologize about last month or whatever. Oh, you so. good, man? Yeah, you good. Uh, <laughs> no worries. I know you. Right you're to... good. There's an international guest, and I gotta get up at like three in the morning. Then I'll be upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> cool, brother. See ya. Take it easy, man. Peace. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.